We're talking Golden Globes and Golden Showers. Gay Weekly Roundtable starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome, everyone. The first Gay Weekly Roundtable of 2017. We're back. We missed you. And we got a very exciting show in store for you. We're missing a few of our hosts today, but we are here for you. I'm yeah. Adam Salandra. You can find me on social media at Adam Salandra. I'm Yell Teagle. You can find me at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. And I am in the chat, so come chat with us. Chat with us and our very special guest and guest co host for the day. He's a singer, songwriter, actor, author. Probably some things I'm forgetting, and you can let us know. <laughs> Simon <laughs> Curtis, everyone. Yay. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Welcome. Thank you for having you. Thank yeah, you. And you get so like you have space over there. I love that. <laughs> I know. I get a whole just section. Just and yeah. let's have some fun. Yeah. So a lot's happened since the Golden Globes uh, in life, <laughs> yes. as you might know. But let's start with that because um, they happened, and there were a lot of uh, little gay moments. Specifically, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and Andrew Garfield oh, kissing. The most beautiful kiss of all time, which didn't get any screen time like that was like sneak attacked on us yeah Yeah. but luckily people were watching and that was talked about the next day and then did you see Andrew Garfield kiss Stephen Colbert oh yes so it's just keeping a train going and I'm not mad at straight guys I mean I'm not mad at straight guys kissing anyway of course but like in terms of it just being treated as not a big deal Mm -hmm. I'm into that I think that's amazing yeah I feel like I hallucinated this, you but I feel like before Spider-Man, before his version of Spider-Man, yeah. there were all these interviews where he talked openly about being bi, and then all of a sudden that was like scraped away. Did I just make that up like out of fantasy? I or? don't recall that. I, I thought... There's an arc in comics where Deadpool and Spider-Man have a thing. Uh, well, we're well, hearing thank from, you. from God himself. <laughs> but that's that's in but in real life you're saying, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Yes. I, I thought that was a thing. I thought, I didn't know that, but I did think that there was a rumor that he was. Okay. Either way, this was treated like in the press to straight men, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then when he went on to Colbert yeah. and Colbert asked about it, he went, I have no problem kissing men. Yeah, and, that's, and like, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Like, yes. like if he's bi, I mean, great if he's bi, but I prefer him to be straight in this case to be like, it's not a big deal. Not that straight guys need to be kissing straight guys. The point is, it just doesn't matter. Right. I mean, if everyone's like, if girls can kiss girls, why can't boys kiss boys? Thank you. I'm, as we all know, a fan (laughs) of kissing everyone. (laughs) Anybody kiss anybody. Yeah, let's all start making I love your very equal opportunity kind of gal. Absolutely. I was just tweeting today that I'm an equal opportunity um, objectifier as well. Which is important. Absolutely. I think. Um, <laughs> truly. Yes. We all know that Meryl had a speech. <laughs> what? That was very... Queen Meryl. Y- yes. And the, for some reason, the only thing I wrote down is we can't just have football and mixed martial arts. <laughs> Meryl, I know you had a lot more important things to say, but I couldn't agree more <laughs> with that statement. I'll tell you right now, we need the arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that isn't cutting it. I've heard some, of course, backlash from the right, but... A surprising few in the left being like, "This isn't the way to." Huh? I I know. I I did. I read it a little because I was curious. And then I was like, "Must." Stop. What's there to backlash at that? She just said, "Go be empathetic." Right. She was <laughs> saying no, less voice. Like, let's take action if we're going to do something. Well, also, yeah, and so let's spread the word and then take the action. I mean, Patricia Arquette made her speech about yes, um, as about was also 
uh, uh, inequality in uh, pay right. during her Oscar speech. Why can't Meryl... When th- and they both should be able to, and they yeah, both did. That's what you do. When you have the opportunity to make a statement, I think it's great that she took this time. This and is the time to do it. Everyone's listening correct. to you. And to speak it so beautifully. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was eloquent and powerful. Exactly. And just, yeah. it was moving. And no nastiness. Didn't even no. say his name one time. I know. I loved, loved that. that. <laughs> so um, good. So anyway, Meryl, mm-hmm. if you're watching, which you usually do, so I assume you are, <laughs> right. we support you. And we Absolutely. appreciate you. Uh, La La Land was a big winner, and uh, you loved La La Land, didn't you? I love La La Land. I, I know it's like a controversial opinion I at this know. point, but yeah. I love I, I that I really movie. liked it, but I saw your tweets about it before I went. Mm-hmm. So you got me, you actually made me be like, okay, now I'm going to have high expectations. <laughs> and then, But now people are really coming for it in the other direction. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. you haven't seen it yet? No, but everyone, because everyone loved it so much, um, I worry that my expectations are really high. Well, Google deeper, what, there's a lot of people now well, not into I it. I know. I've seen a lot of, um, I think a lot of smart people that I respect saying some things that I think are really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I will not say them because I have no, yeah, I have nothing to say. I haven't seen it. I don't know. But once I see it, I'm sure I will have an opinion. Um, I think it's it's great that people are on both sides, and I'm happy there's a discussion. Sure. And uh, for me, hmm, I don't know. I read some points for the other side, or this, you know, their things that they had to say, and I was like, oh. Like, I do get it, but... What are some things that you've seen people say? Um, I, honestly, none that stuck with me. I was going to ask you what you saw, because for me, it always came back to, but it was just a fun movie. For me, and I don't know what you got out of it that you loved... Do you loved, mean in terms of, like, what, what people who disliked don't like it are it. saying? Yes. I, th- I think the two biggest criticisms that, that I have seen, just in terms of it being a musical, they don't think the leads can sing. Oh, yeah. Mm. I definitely heard that. Which I, I don't really buy, because... I, I, I enjoyed their voices the entire time. Also, I thought, and Emma you're Stone, a singer, thank you. Yeah, but Emma Stone's fame is because she won the Partridge Family um, competition. She did? What? Yeah, okay, so Emma Stone, for those who don't remember before what? she was an actress, um, she there was a... Um, a plan to revive the Partridge family to like bring back this idea of a family singing group and there was a reality show competition and she that. won this for the lead I don't remember the girl's name the one who's not Davy um, she won that and then she became an actress she's so, a reality star technically yes yeah, she's amazing and well, she so she won singing so she oh. can sing. She's a good singer. She doesn't have this powerhouse vocal in the right. movie, but right. but the music doesn't need it. It's supposed to be sweet and supposed to be tender, mm-hmm. and she her acting is so good in it. Mm-hmm. Like you just feel her the whole time. Their chemistry. I have yes. seen people in musicals who they can sing, but the acting is like oh thank, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, the first time each one sang a note, I remember thinking like, oh, they're not like here for for their voice. It didn't distract me one time, for me personally. Mm. It wasn't bad. Another thing that I've noticed in modern movie musicals is that they process the shit out of vocals. Yeah. And they mm. didn't in this yes. movie. So I, it felt like, on purpose to Yes, me. and there's a, there's one scene in particular where they do a reprise of a song that happens earlier in the movie, but as a duet. Mm-hmm. And like one of them has a bum note and then they start laughing and it's obvious that they're singing there on set and they use those vocals, yeah. which like... That doesn't happen yeah. in musicals these days. Yeah, so that's, that's really rare. Yeah, which is exciting. I mean, that's some uh, doing something different. The I, other big thing mm-hmm. that that like critics have been saying, yeah. and you know, I can't really you know speak on this because I'm not black, but they talk about how it's 
people have perceived it as presenting like a white savior narrative about jazz music and mm. Ryan Gosling's character being this like white savior of jazz music which was created by black people mm-hmm. um, you know I I didn't perceive his character that way I, I the way that I took his character it is that he's kind of this bumbling idiot who was holding on to something that he didn't really know anything about. Same. Yeah. But that's kind of, you know, that's, you know, but like I can't talk about that cuz I'm not black. Same. So but to me and again, very not not from a black person's opinion, but it felt like he revered he, he just held jazz at such a high level and I think that included the people who started it. Um I don't know. I wasn't thinking about that during the film, so mm-hmm. I I don't know, but that is interesting because I feel like it's going to be between that, based on the Globes, between that and Moonlight yeah. for the Oscars, which is uh, a black film, but also a, a LGBT film. Yeah. So it's like, where do your... I haven't seen it yet. Is this, you haven't seen no. Moonlight? Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> I know, but I'm ner- I get really... Anything that's a drama, I like really have... Even if I really want to see it, I really have to like... Pull myself into going to see it. Oh, it's fucking heavy. Yeah, Wait, that's what I, I'm allowed to come. Yes, you already did. Sorry. That happens every show. It says it, and I'm like, man, am I allowed to do that? And I never tell anyone well, otherwise. Well, I haven't seen either film yet. Uh, okay. So I can't. So that's that. Yeah. Well, but Moonlight is great as well. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Okay. But La La Land, La La Land for me, it was just magical. Like, right. That's how I felt. Like even you know people people are you know upset that there's only a few songs in it, but there's but there's music the whole time. Mm. You know they might not be necessarily doing a singing and dancing number, but there's this beautiful music and the uh, I don't know, it's just so beautiful. For me, I don't know if I even think it necessarily should be winning Oscars, but it still w- will probably go down as my favorite movie of the. Year. Those are two different things mm-hmm. for me, um, but you know people got to get real upset, yeah. and you're entitled to your opinions. <laughs> if you're in the chat, tell them now. Now we need to move on to something thirstier for a second <laughs> here, okay? Uh, the Jonas Brothers, Joe Jonas, Nick Jonas has been taking it off for quite some time now. How Thanks, old Nick. are these Jonas Brothers? These so I don't. They're legal. They're legal. Okay. Right? Yeah, they are. Surely they are. Well, I don't know. They just don't <laughs> no, feel like children. No, I think they're in their children. 20s. Yeah, they might they be in their mid-20s like now. they feel children to me. Because <laughs> we watch them grow up. And they're now they don't look like children They're all no. grown up. Uh, speaking of not looking like a child, Joe Jonas <laughs> is the new mm, spokesperson. That's not the word. Face. Mm, bulge <laughs> of guest uh, underwear. <laughs> Shock. And, um... Here's a, we have a picture, if we can put it up. Now, I know if you're just listening, Google Joe Jonas underwear. It's going to pop right up for you. Oh, okay. Now, that's nice. There's a bunch of these. Um, He's the one from that band. Yeah. <laughs> I the Jonas the, Brothers? No, not that one. The oh, other one. DNT. I was like, <laughs> the, the Jonas Brothers. Sorry, I mix them. There's three of them. And uh, yeah. Yeah, unlike the... Um, the Mbop sisters, the Hanson sisters, where I knew which one I liked. <laughs> I can't tell you um, these three apart. Which one did I'm you from like? Tulsa, Taylor. so Hanson is like, King. it's like real. Oh, for Taylor, me. she was my favorite. Yeah, I <laughs> think you would think that. I mean, not, she not. was beautiful. Still is. Is she? Still. Even though now she's married and has kids? Like 12 kids. I and never still. realized until this moment, but as a young gay boy, not knowing I was gay, but seeing Taylor, and I was like, what an easy way to get away with, like, I'm still straight. I might have a crush on this guy, but like, <laughs> kind of a girl. She's my favorite. Anywho, no, Anyways, that's, um, we've, 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 sorry. We've no, this one's in the one that did the music video with Ashley Graham. Yes. Oh, uh, Ashley Grant. Yes, ma'am. I don't That's know what him. video that is. Um, it's um, one of DNC's. Uh-huh. Is it DNC or is it supposed to be saying dance? Dance. Dance. <laughs> no vowels. That's what I thought. Anyway, Joe <laughs> Jonas. Yes, sorry. So now we're getting distracted, and it's not by this picture of him. <laughs> but that's the thing. Great, fine. 
very fine. In fact, if you're a fan of them, I always used to think that everyone thought Joe was the cute one, and I remember when they were young, and back then it was not really okay to say, but I was like, I think Nick's gonna be the hot one, and then we all saw what happened, and Joe's like, no, no, don't forget about what me. Are the, what are the names? Nick, Kevin, and Joe. Those are not in order of, of age. Okay. They just came out that way. Okay. Of my mouth. Um, <laughs> here's what we're really talking about, guys. There's so much yeah. distraction here. Sorry. Joe. The... He's doing this, and people are saying, oh, he's like his brother. People are accusing his brother, Nick, of gay baiting. That's the topic that I want to discuss, is gay baiting itself. Mm. Because it's... Yes. The real topics. <laughs> now, gay baiting, if y'all don't know, is I would say it's if a... I've only heard it for pop stars, but I'm sure any entertainer or anyone mm -hmm. sort of baiting the gays by... Just catering to them in a mm -hmm. way, I guess. For me, I have a hard time defining it because I'm on the side of, I think it's, I don't agree with being mad at them. But first, can you explain how you, what you think? Well, see, I think, I think, where, you I think where you toe the line of like just, you know, selling sex uh -huh. to, you know, specifically gay baiting, which uh -huh. is something that Nick Jonas gets accused of so often. All the time. Is it just like, a, they, his people or whoever have just propped him up so much, put him in so many interviews of all of like these like winky, you yeah. know, you know, I'm not opposed to doing something with a guy. I've never done it. Wink, wink. Sure, but sure. I mean, maybe, you know, like just this like right. very cheesy overt, like, you know, we totally. can get you on the cover of Out and Advocate and all these, you know, gay magazines that will just froth over you yeah. and, you know, the internet will blow up. It's it's like, I don't know, I think it's just like marketing strategy. Totally. And like very blatant marketing strategy yeah. that you can do on top of just selling sex. Sure. Mm -hmm. so, sure. And, and that's where that. it kind of gets, it gets to kind of be like really inauthentic and just kind of eye rolling. And inauthentic like, is a problem. But here's what I'm going to say about it, but please disagree with me. I think you will, and I think you should, because we need the other opinion. <laughs> but for me, it's like, isn't the... The reason it doesn't bother me is it's... I just think that's what's done in the world. I mean, you, but you mentioned this, selling sex. That right. is what it is. For me, it's like, thanks for including us. Th thanks for thinking our money is just as good as everyone else's. And for... I mean, we are those who are interested in, in that body type are looking at him interested. <laughs> so and so, I appreciate that. I prefer this over them ignoring us altogether. That's a really he good way to look at it. He went to after Pulse. He was it in L.A. that he do you know or in New York? Some and he service. showed up. Yeah, he did a thing. And they had him talk, and people were very mad about that. Again, I get it, but again, if now this is based on his intentions, which I'll never know he, what his true intentions were, album sales or, or caring, but mm -hmm. I am not mad at a straight guy who wants to be on our side and stand up for us. And that's how I see it. But I am in the minority. That's why I want you to for sure. To disagree. No, I completely agree. But I think I think I think where people's anger was coming from, in or at least their shock, yeah. in the wake of Pulse, it was a time and a place for members of the community. Totally. You know, it was, mm -hmm. a, you know, and it, not somebody who just had a single come out. Not he didn't need to who, speak. Now that is for sure. You know, like it, you can, you know, you can be there, you can, you know, hold hands with people, uh -huh. you can, you know, voice your support, but do we need to stop and give you the spotlight and give you the mic to see how 
get, have you give your words to our community about how this tragedy that affected our community is making you feel totally you know and like, unfortunately I'm so cynical anytime a celebrity <laughs> says anything my first thought is oh what do you have but what would you say about Lady Gaga who did the same thing do you feel the same way I mean the thing is with 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 her with Lady Gaga specifically is that's that's always been so much a part of her uh, like absolutely. so much a part of her From day one for sure you know so it's but also isn't she on our spectrum somewhere yeah she said yeah so she's so. part of the community yeah I mean that's true that is actually that is a very good point true um, I mean, the thing about this photo it's a photo of him in his underwear you know what I mean like sure. how much baiting is that he's in his <laughs> yeah. underwear if it was only plastered in the Castro sure <laughs> that's that I would call gay baiting I, don't, I wouldn't call this gay yeah, baiting yeah and no one said that it just made me think as seeing him in this mm-hmm. way reminded me of seeing Nick in this way mm-hmm. and I just saw uh, I, I just did an article about Joe Jonas that he from another interview where he was saying um, I forget what it was but very wink wink gay things I, but I mean more than Nick listen I do think Nick's very cute but I've waited on him back in my waiter days very polite but I mean, not to be rude, but there was just no personality coming out <laughs> at I mean, all. There's, there is a chance also he comes from a religious background, right? Yeah. So there is this chance that he's playing this wink, wink, but the truth is he's trying to say, hey. <laughs> That's a twist. <laughs> what, what I think Turns is, out. What I think is super interesting, and I don't know if he still is, but they were both managed by their father, mm-hmm. who was a former pastor. Right. Yes. And like, I, ju- I, I made this comment on Twitter yesterday because it's so funny to me. Like, I wasn't even joking. The trajectory of their like purity ring Disney days mm-hmm. to now just kind of being like these gay pinups it's so fascinating it to me. It really is. And especially if they're... Purity rank. Especially yeah. if they're, like, youth pastor dad is still managing them. That's, like, there's a documentary in there. How is that <laughs> even a thing that has happened twice in our lifetime? Yes. With the Simpsons, Jessica and Ashley Simpson had the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, what? How? How is that oh, If happening? only my father was, <laughs> was a right, pastor. A pastor, dang <laughs> it. <laughs> and I was a singer. I think that's what I'm missing also. But, and the singer. Right, right. And that talent in that area. <laughs> right. But oh, it's fine. Um, so anyway, hey, for me, gay bait away. Keep winking at me. Um, well, I just want to, I want to, on a different gay baiting um, topic, there mm-hmm. is, you know, there was a lot of controversy with this show uh, called The Hundred where they had um, some cup, a couple of women that were together. And apparently a writer from the show went into some like forums and were as the fans said, we're queer baiting and we're trying to be like, don't you love that we gave you this couple? Aren't you happy with oh. this couple? And then they killed one of them. So there was a huge, you know, controversy about this. I personally <clears throat> felt like what this writer did wasn't necessarily queer baiting. They were fan baiting. They went and went, you're a fan. Be a fan. Yeah. It wasn't specifically, I felt that they were doing something Malicious to the gay yeah, community. I think it's market. I think marketing in itself can be kind of gross. Yeah, uh, but it's a necessary yeah. evil, I would say. And I think your distinction of what Same. gay baiting is versus selling sex is very important. Yeah, you've made me feel differently about it as well. Um, and like I said, I still, <laughs> I still am happy. I just am glad that they're thinking of us. But I think the word that you said that stuck out with me is if there needs to be an authenticity mm-hmm. behind it. Yeah, you it. just got to be genuine. And I think especially now with marketing in 2017, like if you're coming from an inauthentic place, people are going to pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, speaking of 
2017. 2017. Yeah, what do you have for us in not as cute news as Joe Jonas? No, I'm so sorry. Uh, in really opposite of cute, uh, I want to talk about <laughs> Ben Carson for a sec. Cool. Okay, uh, so Ben Carson, you may remember him. He ran for president. Oh, um, back when we thought that Trump was just a joke that wouldn't be. Yeah, uh, so uh, he was at a confirmation hearing for his nomination to run for the Department of Housing and Urban Development. Um, and he was labeled as anti-gay and anti-affirmative action. And to push back, he um, said that he believes equal rights, in equal rights, but not in extra rights. He said, of course, I will enforce the laws of the land. Of course, I think all Americans should be protected by the law. What I've said before is I don't think anyone should get extra rights. Meaning he thinks that... um, he thinks that the gays want extra rights. The thing is, is these people just perceive equality and measures to protect equality. They perceive that as somebody getting special treatment. Mm-hmm. You know, they perceive as they perceive these stupid religious bills and all of these things as you know protection. But when you know gay people want to get married or any you know, anything that works to help disenfranchise people that's that's giving you special treatment right. we just need to see how the law is gonna you know fall here and how the people are gonna vote and blah 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 blah. you know anything else will be you know catering to you because right. you uh, it's so ridiculous i just want it i want everything to go like this do, do you have a right to do this okay everyone else gets this right right and that's it, it it's kind of that simple i know but it they don't get be. it like it you, should be. you have the right to use the the toilet of your choice and so does everyone else yep but what bothers so me, and this bothers me about a lot of the things Trump says, too, is that to know that they will likely, no matter what happens, never get how wrong they are, how ignorant the things are that they're saying, it burns me. <laughs> because I'm like, I just want to shake them and be like, listen, like even have a different opinion than me mm-hmm. by all means, but it can't be these crazy things that you're saying that just aren't based in reality yeah it's almost leaves it's like what are we saying retaliation like it's because to them that is their reality you know their perception is their reality so you know how can you convince someone of something when they perceive it to be what is real it's i just can't imagine being being allowed to do something as a person (laughs) like I, i as a person can get married and going, no, no, you as a person cannot. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't understand that because no. because I'm a person. Y- you are a person. That's it. That's all there is to it. The thing that I don't understand more than that is why people care so greatly. Right. Back when it was Prop Eight times. <laughs> excuse my fuzzies on my beard. Um, it uh, was back in the days of Prop Eight. Yeah, the, those were the good old days. The good old days <laughs> when it didn't pass, but Obama was about to come in for eight years. <laughs> Uh, oh, now I got excited and I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I just, uh, to, to hear a million, millions of dollars being spent to stop marriage equality, it makes me really confused. Like, if that, if you have money, whether you have a little or a lot, and mm-hmm. you're giving to that, that means it's an important cause to you. Yeah. Of all the ways you could spend your money, selfishly buying a, something amazing, mm-hmm. charity, Gifts for others, or, or I don't care what. That's what you're spending it on. You that it's that strong. Yeah, uh, that I have all out. this money, and all I want to do is hurt strangers that right. I don't know to protect my own marriage that likely is right. going well. Or if it is great, God bless. But it's just uh, I. It's just so hard for me to. 
understand. Like, mm-hmm. what does he does he say? What we he thinks is extra that we are? No, he just he just says that he believes in equal rights, but not extra rights, mm-hmm. which I think is his way of going. We we we're good. We're good right now. Yeah. What no. extra right? Okay, define. Uh, I know, it's but like it's what? also Ben Carson. Ex- like, ex- are we? Exactly. Yeah, but he's, he was nominated to run for the Department of Housing and Urban Development. Oh. I'm not necessarily sure what that part, position does, well, but that means he does something. Well, much like all the other <laughs> picks that he's Trump has picked, mm. uh, it's not good. The guy, nope, can't get into it. Can't get into it. I'm gonna get to. All right, on a happier. Sure yes. Well, I guess yes. not happier. <laughs> I'm not really sure what this note is. Well, I guess it's happier. All right, less uh, dangerous for us. Sure. Um, so Vivica Fox, I don't know if you all heard, she was doing an interview and it was asked if gay guys could go to her show. So she has a show, Vivica's uh, Black Magic, which is like, <laughs> it is if you think um, of Thunder from Down Under, which yes, I suggest everyone goes to at all times. At least think so. It's real great. Um, think of Thunder from Down. <laughs> But it's um, it's more black men. They do have non-black men, but it's mostly black men. Okay. Um, and she was asked if gay guys, and she said, "Hell no! They dance for women, and it's called the ultimate girls' night out." Now, I definitely understand that is a disgusting statement. <laughs> yeah. But I think when taken strictly out of context, which it, this statement was taken out of context and mm. blown up. Yeah. Um, what she meant was, my show is being marketed as a girls' night out. Yeah, that's it. That's I think all she meant. So she um, <clears throat> has apologized. This came out today, I believe, or yesterday. Um, and she said, I have been a friend and supporter of the LGBT community for years. My intention was not to offend anyone. I'm a woman. I'm woman enough to apologize if you felt that way. My show has already been taped and I was just doing something for the ladies. But all are welcome to enjoy Vivica's Black Magic show. It's hot and on every Wednesday night on the Lifetime Network for you all to enjoy. Oh I'm all about the <laughs> love, like, not hate. Promo. <laughs> yeah. Now here's the thing. Oh, it's a TV show. It's a, so Wait. she made a show, like a live show, and there's a reality show where they cast. I offered to, be but in she that. wasn't saying the gay guys couldn't watch watch the TV show. No, surely. no, she meant they couldn't the go audience. to the okay. show. See, I get, I get that. Like, I, I don't you, phrasing first right. off. That, yes, but like, I get it if you are a woman making you know a kind of sexualized experience specifically for women, and you're basically saying, do you want that? What kind of space do you want this to be? Right. Yeah. You know, do you want it to be a place where women can come and be able to, you know, get wild, watch some strippers hoot and holler and be with their girlfriends and not necessarily have a table of yeah. guys next to them? It's like, no I, different than when gay guys don't want straight girls to go to gay bars. Yeah, it's the uh, same thing. It's, a, it's an opinion. And I, I think if she if she's someone and I, I don't know anything about her. So let's say it was you, like if it, you're someone who is very without question. Uh, a friend to the gay community. There's years no mm-hmm. to say that is really you probably don't even think of it in a homophobic way. It's like right. well no, it's women only. It has nothing. She could have not even been thinking of the gay aspect. Just that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but I saying think, hell no, that was probably. I think why. you can. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Is yeah. that the, the interview? If I, I saw like a clip of it, and it's as though like she's walking by, and they were like, yeah, because <laughs> hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was like a serious thing. Yes. Yeah. You can. Ju- I mean. You you know, it's also, but we live in an age where, you know, if you're going to have a camera on, you're going to answer questions. Mm. You need to think about what you're saying. Yeah, for and sure. And you can't say, hey, can gays come to your, sh-? hell no, cannot be the first <laughs> yeah. thing out of your mouth. <laughs> right. You uh, know, like. Quite it, simply. <laughs> yeah. It could have been said 
in many other ways, but right. Yeah. I think it was also there was to? also a question asked. I heard that a question was asked to one of the dancers, and he was like, "I mean, the show is great, but like, I don't I don't do lap dances for men, and I don't do private parties for men. That's not mm-hmm. what this is for." And I think that is part of this um, conversation mm. is what, how the dancers feel, which I get. You know, okay, it's their bodies. I mean, the it's, dancers too. You know, if you sign, if you, you know, they probably know. You know, if this are there going to be women in this audience that you have to do sexual things with? Mm-hmm. You know, you might not be taken off the g string, but like it's still a sexual experience. Yeah. You know, and if they're signing up for it, and if it's work, you know, like they have the right to choose if the, yeah. it's going to be with a guy or if it's going to be with a girl. You know, like that's absolutely. You know, right. it's. That's just what it is. Uh, for sure. Now, if it's just on stage, I would say no. If you're just performing and you're like, I can't have a gay guy in the audience. Of course. You might <laughs> right, be a homophobe. <laughs> but, but what you're saying is beyond correct. That's, right. But, like, I mean, I've seen, you know, like, remember, like, Real Sex on HBO? Like, yeah. you've seen these shows. Like, it's a lot more than just dancing on a stage. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff gets put on places and hands yeah. and mouths and all sorts right. of stuff like those things are wild yeah you know like I feel like the dancers should have a right you know to choose yeah. if they're told like this is going to be a thing for women you know? absolutely right. first of all as if I was a gay man going to the show I would not then I'm in an uncomfortable position that this guy's <laughs> like well I didn't know this was going to happen this is awkward <laughs> I want them to know and I want them to want to do it yeah. <laughs> absolutely alright black magic check it out Vivica promoted it yeah Woo. and we have an after show here at After Buzz 4 oh great and I believe I was just told before the show the dancers will be here today <laughs> so we can oh. bring them in and see how so they if you'd like to see them tonight uh, I believe tonight is the Vivica's black magic after show also are there no gay dancers involved like that's surprising in and of um, yeah. well when uh, we had these, we had some guys from Thunder from Down Under in the studio for an interview, and I asked them, and well, I asked them out there because I didn't want to out anyone. Sure. Mm-hmm. But they were like, "No, none of the guys are gay," and I was like, "That's not even true. That's not possible. <laughs> that's like literally not even true." <laughs> There's like probably someone there that's like, something you'd like to tell. Oh, yeah, oh no, I don't have intel. Oh, I'm just saying that's just like not a thing. That's, that's what like I thought you meant. And I was like, "Wait, if he has a story, <laughs> well, no, interview canceled." No, because no, the guys on Thunder don't have to actually be dancers. That's the difference. <laughs> that's why I believe I guess that they're. That helps. <laughs> That's true. Just I believe be that. that they're straight. Right. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to share? Um, just the um outing of a new uh, fluid character on TV, a sexually fluid character. So exciting. Ooh. Um, on the Librarians, which is a show that I cover here at AfterBuzz. Oh um, plugs galore. Yeah, all about it. I love it. Um, a character named Cassandra, who was always um, she was, it was kind of like. Uh, hinted at she officially in the last episode uh, she kissed a vampire it's a show about magic so she (laughs) kissed a female vampire and then in a lot of interviews um, the actress Lindy Booth talked about how this character is not she's not gay she's not bi she is just a fluid person and so I thought that deserved an Um, announcement that's really cool so jealous to be you where any sort of kiss on screen Mm -hmm. can excite you Yes. Like I, I'm not. I'm not being like I want that because <laughs> any like a guy, even a, a hot guy and a girl, but like you get it with the girl. Like it just sounds so f- like I'd be watching every show. No wonder and you're always there. <laughs> and hence a TV fanatic figured it out. Yeah. There you go. Great. It's great. All right. Well, it's time to <laughs> it's really really good dig time deeper into our amazing guest. Yes. But I'm so excited about because I first found out about you. I believe I was 2010, but I think that was when Eight Bit Heart oh. came out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Guys. your favorite song? No, it's my favorite album. That's the oh. name of the album, yeah? Yes. Yeah. And it's a song, though. Yeah, yeah. but the album is 
when I, I, my friend told me about it, and he's just like, listen to the lyrics. And though, for a young gay guy, it, it was just every song. I was like, wait, why aren't all songs like this? It was so relatable. Oh, I was you. like, yes, I was obsessed. Thank you so much. That's, That's so following you ever you. since, and you've certainly done a lot since then. <laughs> yeah. Um, what though? I need to know first is yes. upcoming in the music world. Are you working on it or are you I, focusing on other things? I am. I'm working on a new album. Yes. So uh, there, there is an album. It's 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 taken the back burner to sure. books mm -hmm. now, but it is, which I'm actually really happy with because I like being able to take time with stuff and yeah. I like you know especially with music not putting kind of arbitrary deadlines for myself. I'm in a really comfortable place with it. Arbitrary deadlines that speaks to me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I mean working as an independent musician right. you know like you kind of have to set these arbitrary deadlines yeah. for yourself in order to get stuff out and you know so now that I'm also writing books it's been this really kind of liberating process to be like no I just get to be creative and I get to like let these ideas really come to me and really kind of you know dig in and, and you know Express myself with this. So I love that. I'm excited. But where are we on the timeline? Like, <laughs> like how long do I have to wait? Yeah, it, <laughs> he's really patient. Yeah, I'm just especially when we heard flesh in the beginning. I was like, yes, come on. It'll, it'll be this year. Okay, oh, that's all I needed to know. Yes. Thank you. And same sort of type of music, or you're not like veering off into a wild direction. No, it's going to be country folk. I'm kidding. Totally <laughs> I was kidding. like, oh, okay. Uh, I'm into I was it. like, how different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, like, I legit do want to record a country album with Great. Casey Musgraves at some oh, point in my life. Her, but, yes. um, but no, it's just, it, it will be, it's electronic pop. I love it. Yeah. What inspires you, sorry, uh, when it comes to, I'm really fanning out right now. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Uh, off of these questions. Go for it. Um, but no, I forget, so go ahead. Wait, no. Okay, um, got it. What inspires you <laughs> in terms of writing the songs themselves? Like, is it always, a, is it something or do you have to sit down and be like, okay. Do you understand that horribly I, phrased question? I, like, I do, okay, I great. do. Do you want I me mean, to take it? <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think I always have to start with just Britney Spears, first off. Like, <laughs> you couldn't have given me a better answer. Britney Spears is just like, you know, I, I have... I have a difficult time like it was so funny because I told my boyfriend when Glory came out and it was such a good album I was like oh, I could finally put out another album just because I was just like waiting, waiting for that dose of inspiration to be like oh I can go do it now and truly as a, <laughs> as a true Britney fan I never gave up on her but I was like now this is what we've been waiting for that exactly. last album yeah. exactly let me tell you if you don't know okay um, I thanks <laughs> uh, if you could do wet with Britney, Ooh. which song of hers would you want to do it? Oh my god, great oh, question. Oh, one that's already... I, yeah. well, I would want to write a Oh, you'd want to write a new song? I'd want to write a song. Mm. Like, you should I, have it in your back pocket just in case. But yeah. I mean, I mean, not for today, but like no, like to present you, to her. Yeah, like yeah. when you see her, like, we should do a remix of this one. I, I Yeah, it's... I, writing a song for Britney is like... That's up on the dream that's, list. That's like at the top. Do you have that. a favorite song of hers? Because I don't think I can, personally, but I'm of too neurotic to choose favorites, so... <laughs> I, I mean, I have, like, a playlist of sure, favorite sure, songs. Sure. Same, same. And it's most of them. <laughs> it, it pretty yeah, much I, is most right. of them. Right. We have the, the first album uh -huh. uh, through the latest album. Yeah. That's, Correct. That's it. There was only one I didn't like, and even that I'll listen to. So. I, will, I will say, I think I think the one that still just, like, bowls me over the most every time I hear it is Baby One More Time, the first single. Mm. I love that. It's, it's just, it's so fucking good. And yeah. those vocals are just, like... It's just so powerful and, just, and gives you chills. Mm, and that old bubblegum pop that yeah. we, I miss. Bring it back. It's like weirdly <laughs> dark too. Like if you listen, it, everything about oh, it's so good. Oh, so good. I know what I'm listening to on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, okay, 
we can probably go back to music since I'm obsessed <laughs> but I, we need to talk about your books <laughs> yeah. because that's yes. what you're focusing on right now. Yes. Boy Robot is yes. number one, which I am obsessed with seeing you retweet a lot things that fans say, mm-hmm. and I feel like they are so touched by it like not just enjoying the book but the, it touches them which I like how does that feel as a it, it must be amazing it's, I, I mean you know it writing that book took so much out of me mm-hmm. it just I had to like scoop deep parts of my soul out in order to write that so it it means a lot and that's why I don't feel bashful about retweeting the stuff that people say to me You're because sure. I'm really fucking proud of it and you know it's just I it, it really it means a lot. So it's, it's interesting you say that because it doesn't come off as bragging to me. Like, look at this. It really well, comes you. off as like sharing mm-hmm. someone's emotion over something. Thank, well, I appreciate that yeah. because that's for me what it is. Totally. You know, because it was such an emotional experience writing it, and to have it in people's hands and to have people react like that. It, I mean, that just, it's everything I to me. I love that. We have Mr. Rorosuri in the chat. He says, I love your book. Oh, oh my God. Who is who? Mr. Rorosuri, you can talk to him right there. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi. Well, thank you so much. I love you. Oh, love, <laughs> love begets love. Uh-huh. Um, so what, so another book coming out this year as well? Yeah, the sequel. So mm. do you, what are deadlines like for you when writing uh, compared to when you're writing music? It's interesting because with, with deadlines for writing books uh-huh. I, I need them yeah. like the writing will not get done it'll just forever stay in like this embryonic totally. cloud yeah. and, um, unless I have a deadline looming and then all of a sudden I get to work yeah when you write are you an outliner or do you just start plugging away the only way I could do it is with outlining mm-hmm. like that's that's the only way because unless someone once told me who was very wise and, and incredibly successful with books told me that you will not finish a book if you don't know where it begins and where it ends and I found that to be completely true so You're just going yeah. forever I love that yeah. um, here's something you're with Simon and Schuster yes uh, were you about who, to say Simon and Schuster I was sure Simon was Simon and Schuster <laughs> and there, they had a little controversy because of uh, I hope someone can say his last name Milo I can't even say his is Ventimiglio? it Milo Yen- Yen- Ventimiglio no. <laughs> another let's Milo talk, I yeah. cannot say the name let's talk about that one instead. Yeah, yeah, like, I'd rather talk about that basically uh, if you don't know I'm not gonna like Milo, dig deep who had a Twitter feud with mm-hmm. Leslie Leslie Jones he's alright mm. vote Trump person uh-huh. whatever whatever he has a book deal now, people were mad. They were boycotting Simon & Schuster. I liked what you said about it because I went and I was like, oh, let's see what Simon says. And sure enough, there it was. <laughs> because Simon, I thought that you, you were with him. I, I don't know I was going to say, if you, yeah. I, I don't know but, her. <laughs> he, was so, he was like, listen, that's, it is what it is. But instead of boycotting, there's so many, not only did they give you an opportunity, but many LGBT voices an opportunity well, as well. I, I think, I th- you know, my opinion on it is twofold. One, I think with people like that, if you suck the oxygen out of the room, the fire goes out. Right. Like, don't boycott, don't don't, don't tweet about up. it. Mm-hmm. Like, li- I, I don't know her. Right. It, like, literally. Right. Dust in the wind, mm-hmm. it's gone. Because we shouldn't. You know, like, uh, if you... It, it, creating that kind of firestorm of controversy is exactly the intention behind all of it. Absolutely. And, and we'll sell the books. And if you give into it, you're just you're just selling. Like, mm-hmm. you're just... You're giving, you know, like, the garbage people who would never even go buy this gay man's memoir. Right. Like, ever. they're gonna go to Walmart and line up for... And, like, buy it by the 
bucket load. Right. So just, just to be against us. Yeah. So just stop talking about it. Right. For sure. Um, you know, which is easier said than done because stuff like that, you know, it's it it affects you emotionally. I, so I, I get it, but I think I think I think the way to handle it is to just not even acknowledge it. Yeah, I love and that. then also, you know, I think when you're talking about a company as big as Simon and Schuster, and this is one imprint of them who right. exclusively publishes like scandalous shit from garbage people. Yeah. Um, you know, I Simon and Schuster, you know, the imprint that I'm working with, you know, they I was able to get them to give most of the marketing money for my book directly to the It Gets Better project, like specifically for LGBTQ youth which is programs. It's amazing. amazing. It, which, which, like, that's a company that's a huge company, and there are parts of them who are doing really, really good work. Yeah, and, and you I, know, publishing I think it's good a lot of that. yeah. So it's you know, like throughout the firestorm of that controversy, that was something that was important for me to kind of like shout into the yeah. void as well. Like you know, there there's some people it. doing really good work mm-hmm. there, right? And if you're by being so angry at this one person, a lot of other people's voices won't be heard that should be. So you have to sort of balance taken into account. Go support all... They they publish so many underrepresented voices and, you know, go buy a couple of their books. Don't tweet right. about Milo. Exactly. I love that. I don't know her. <laughs> I have a, one last question for me related to that. For me, I grew up as a wanting to be famous and thinking, well, what do I do? Back then I wasn't gay. I didn't think I would just had this weird thing where I was attracted to guys. I didn't know. <laughs> right. I was like, okay. We all have that. It's yeah. just this weird thing. I was thing like, is my wife yeah. going to be okay with this? And well, I'll, f- I'll find out. But, <laughs> but I, I, I'm absolutely okay. Yeah, yeah, oh God. <laughs> you were literally the type of woman I was looking for back then. Right. And we could have been together if I was well, still We would have had a good time. We, well, you would have showed me. I bet you would have been like, trust me, it's fine. And you can go... <laughs> If I wasn't dating someone, I might talk to you after this show, young lady. Anyway, oh, now I'm blushing. Um, what, again, I never can... Oh, yeah. So for me, yes, I thought, well, if I'm going to be in the industry, I will never come out. It's just mm. obviously not an option. Now, today, every job or something like everything I have is literally because I'm gay, which is mm-hmm. crazy, and I'm blessed and thankful. So my question is, since you were acting as a child, I don't know what you felt about it, but... Do you think coming out helped or slowed you down career-wise? Well, it's interesting that you even phrase the question that way because I wasn't acting as a child. I mean, I was, but it was all stuff in Oklahoma, like musical theater, opera, uh, things like that. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't start auditioning for TV until I was 18 and moved to L.A. Oh. And then, then you know, I started doing children's TV. And by that time, I was already out. And so I had to go through this kind of like recloseting process that was really just like psychologically damaging and it left me really fucked up. So interesting. So, you know, now that I, you know, I am out publicly, you know, with the things that I do and it's such an important, you know, piece of who I am, especially in the work that I create, um, you know, it's, it's. I mean, it's just, it's everything to me. It's its important to me, and I'm, I'm really happy to be able to do that and have that be a part of what I do. That's amazing, and it, a very different aspect that I didn't realize, but certainly, I can't imagine, I mean, when I was 18, I was just very far from ready to come out, but I can't imagine having that, like, you know who you are, and then going the opposite way. Oh, yeah, it, it fucked me up That's really crazy. bad. It fucked me up really bad. Well, hey... I'm glad you're back. Yeah, I'm proud. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, even when I started releasing music, too, like I released my first album in 2010, and at the time yet, I wasn't really figuring it out. 
or I didn't really realize it yet, but I was I was stepping back from TV and acting, and like I it, I was coming to the realization that it made me really unhappy. And even with my first album and all the interviews and stuff that I did, I wouldn't come out then, mm. even though I released this album that's like very very gay and like talking about very gay things and stuff I still wouldn't say it because I was so afraid that I I wouldn't get a record deal and all you know there were still those barriers that were just kind of like squelching me so it's you know I'm glad that all that shit's just gone freedom (laughs) yeah I love it I'm glad is there any oh there's there's just people saying they love you you got some fans here for you well got some love in the chat well, I love all of you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I have I have really incredible people like following me online and supporting my music and my books and ever, like I I'm really really blessed. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, where can they follow you so that when it is time to announce the book's coming, the music's coming? Yes, I am most active on Twitter and Instagram at Simon Curtis. Love it. Well, great. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. So, much. Yeah. so excited you were here. Guys, thanks for listening, watching, enjoying that pick of Joe Jonas if you saw, <laughs> uh, or hating it if you're not into that sort of thing. I'm Adam Salandra. You can find me on social at Adam Salandra. I'm Yell Teagle. You can find me everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. And we'll see you next time, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.